started off the show with that. It's fantastic fake news, and that's by Filth Collins, and that's off their split with Skin Lover. That's out now, and we'll be talking to Mark from Skin Lover later on in the podcast. Got some amazing stuff coming up for you, actually. Uh, this podcast is jam-packed full of new releases and stuff you just should be hearing. We're also going to be having a chat with the uh, newly reformed, I guess, Nasian from uh, Sheffield. Went to their practice room the other day to talk to them as well. So uh, let's get on with it. This next track is Arms Up by Lincoln's Own Mothcob. That's the amazing Mothcob uh, off the uh, record, uh, Is This Reggae? Uh, we've just reviewed that on 9Hz. Go and read the review, see what you think. It's uh, utterly mad, utterly brilliant. We're going to keep it fast to begin with. Uh, this is another track um, that's going to take your face off. It's uh, by Honest Snoop, and it's called Type of Loser. on a snoop there with type of loser and that's on their split with chin sniffer i think you can find that it's still in a few distros uh, here and there so uh, look out for it the music on this podcast is uh, going to be new stuff or stuff we've heard recently uh, we've got something that's um, particularly impressed me and pete at nine hertz uh, ninehertz.co.uk remember if you want to read any of the reviews that you're hearing the music of today uh, this is deletrious mutation by the excellent ossuarium
Well, if that didn't take your face off, I don't know what will. That's uh, Ossuarium with a song called Deletrious Mutation. And that's actually out on a tape uh, called Calcified Trophies of Violence, uh, out on Blood Harvest Records on tape. Um, yeah, check it out. The next track I'm going to play is by a band called Bad Men. You might have actually seen these guys before. They play a lot of gigs in Nottingham. Um, only caught them last year playing with um, a really good band called Kajaku at JT Saw, uh, the DIY venue in Nottingham. Uh, they're a two-piece. They're loud. They've got loads of riffs. They've got amazing drums. Uh, this is off their release, Honeymoon, um, which they're actually giving away on their band camp at the moment, um, along with their first release. I think that's just self-titled. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, if you ever get the chance to see them, um, just sort of rip-roaring fun, really. This song's got a great uh, title, actually. It's called I'm Late Because I Don't Want to Be Here.
that was the excellent Bad Men from Nottingham. Um, that's uh, called I'm Late Because I Don't Want to Be Here, uh, and it's off their Honeymoon release. We're going to be speaking to um, a band next that some of you may know from Sheffield. Um, around sort of like the early 2000s, I guess, or mid-2000s, there was a uh, almost like a resurgence of the post-metal um, stuff from... Uh, 98, 99 that happened um, mainly thanks to bands like Isis and Cult of Luna uh, one of those bands that uh, emerged out of Sheffield was actually called Nasian or Nijan as uh, we, you'll hear we'll discuss during their interview um, they split up a while ago but um, what's actually happened is uh, they've been playing in the same sort of bands together for a while and they realised that wait a minute we've probably got something here that we can go back to and I think what I've heard so far has been actually amazing they're back in sheffield they've got their own practice room uh, they've been sort of jammed together for about a year now they have a lot to say um in the interview um and i'm sure you'll um be as excited as i am about the new stuff um before that i'm just going to play a song um by quite an interesting band called bedemon um i found this by going basically through uh, a load of old youtube clips there's a movement on there sort of that champions what they call proto metal before uh, sort of the bands like Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, Deep Purple and all that, there seemed to be um, an almost kind of occult uh, movement coming out of uh, America um, and the UK at the time, coming out of the hippie movement. So some of this music sounds a little bit kind of like it could have been um, psychedelic, it could have been quite clean and sort of mystical, and very sort of drug-influenced, lots of sort of acid visuals and things like that, but... Um, there's a little hint of the evil that sort of Black Sabbath and Pentagram and all those bands kind of got together. If you've never had a look at uh, these playlists, then I'd really urge you to go in. They've all got fantastical names. They've all got amazing artwork. Um, and some of it's just um, really creative and, and you don't expect it from the time. You imagine a lot of bands uh, since have kind of listened to a lot of these bands and uh, taken a lot of ideas from it. This one's actually called The Demon. Uh, the band's called Bedemon, and it's from 1974. So it's around the time that Sabbath are sort of making their first moves, really. But it it kind of sounds a whole load of different, to be honest. Um, it's roughly recorded. It's strange, and, and the lyrics just leap out at you. This is a band called Bedemon, um, and the song's called Serpent Venom. We'll be talking to Nigel just after this.
Right, so we're here with a band, and I've heard their names said like loads of different ways, so you'd better like fill me in properly. Because I've never heard it from the horse. Nigen. We think it's Nigen. Nigen. No. Like Nigen. Nigen. Like if you're Nigen. American, you probably call it Nigen. Oh, it's really weird. Like, uh, I was actually on dictionary.com uh, the other day, and it's like the pronunciation things on it. Uh, like it says solder and all that, but then aluminum yeah, yeah. is pronounced aluminium. Right. It's kind of weird in my eyes. We're talking metal. Heavy metal. Yeah, because I've heard nasian, I've heard nation, nasian. At the time, it seemed like a good idea. anyway. Yeah, because it was. Is it a palindrome? I was thinking of it on the way over. Is it? Yeah, yeah. That was that. That's literally the only reason it is. Okay, like poop or. Yeah, like <laughs> just like people actually. Or race car. Race car, race yeah. Car, race car, race car, black That's someone's album title, isn't Ruben. it? Ruben. Ruben. Yeah. We were touching on this earlier, but when did you guys come back together or when did you stop? What no, no, that's the thing. Exactly. We started Jordan. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, of course. We, no, we stopped in 2012, I believe. Yeah. Um, that was when we peaked and killed Baroness. <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... I think... I just kind of got sick of waiting for James and Jordan to turn up to practice. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, like I just started like working, working, um, and our schedules just didn't really line up, and so I spent a lot of time waiting around and got really bored. Yeah. Um, I think we were all burnt out on metal probably as well. Because when did we go? Oh, definitely. Was that around the same time? Yeah, a bit before, a bit right. before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we kind of peacefully cohabited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think we were a bit... I was like not listening to metal anymore at yeah. all. And I think yeah. it was just a case of like overexposure, really. Yeah. And for so long it had been like all like... Well, like heavy, extreme stuff. You can get stuck in like, a with it, can't yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easy to. And... Uh, and then I think, like, I start getting into more, like, indie rock and things like that, and it was just kind of like, then I was in bands doing that, and in the end it's just... Mm. Yeah, and I moved to Leeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Cheers, guys. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Did you migrate and then just come back? Or? Yeah, it went for a year. All right, okay. And then come back when we came back together. I don't know. Wow. Last year, yeah, like summer maybe. Yeah, it was after. Sort of this place. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we we're in our studio, mm. and we were kind of originally it was going to be like tie-dye tapes, which is like my kind of thing, and also Jordan was in a band at the time and they were going to practice here and then that fell through but we were still doing this place up and then when it now it's finished it's like a really convenient place to practice and record you can leave all that gear pretty much set up so it's that's kind of made it a lot easier um whereas for the year prior to that we didn't have anywhere really 
Well, he's so set up, but I mean, James changes his amp about eight times a practice. <laughs> <laughs> and his pedal's about 30 times. Tries all of them Because these guys got so many sweet amps. I'll give you a tour of the amps. That's a start, <laughs> start putting a limit on how many times he can change gear yeah, to yeah. practice. Yeah. I'll tolerate like two or three. Maybe. Give me three. But yeah, so that's made it a lot easier. Um, we were in a place before, and James and Michael were in a band called Air Force Crown, yeah. which was like just just those two to begin with, and then I started playing guitar with them sometimes. Jordan started playing drums with them sometimes. I think it just kind of made. Wait a minute, this is the same band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just two people playing drums, <laughs> playing guitar and bass. So we just made a slight tweak. So at some point during playing Airpods Crown, you all thought, wait a minute, like, this doesn't make sense, like, let's try jamming or something. Yeah. We, basically, yeah. yeah. We talked about it. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, before we had the jam, there's about two years worth of text being like, yeah, do you want to have a jam? And then like, <laughs> yeah. we could organise it. Yeah. didn't happen, but then it eventually did. Yeah, like, we, me and Jordan had a couple of jams, just playing yeah. whatever for fun. Um, just like me on guitar and doing the drumming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think. I I'm know, just I, having the space, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I just kind of like wanted to play some riffs. Wouldn't no excuse to buy a baritone guitar again as well. Right. So, <laughs> it how well. And is it sounding? Because obviously I haven't heard like clips. Does it yeah. quite? Does it sound like the old stuff or Not really. completely different? It's less. <clears throat> all over the place than the old. Stuff. I think it's a bit more focused. It's heavy, yeah. just, uh, a lot heavier. Yeah, it's yeah, heavy. yeah it's kind of simpler. Cutting out all the waffle. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. To the point. So, are there any bands that uh, you've been influenced by recently that you can say, "Oh, this is definitely like entered my psyche." Same recently, no. It's kind of like yeah. more sound like mid noughties metal, really. Yeah. <laughs> everything, uh, everything very like, even like. Like hardcore stuff's very like polished and like cut perfectly now. Mm. Like triggered drums and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think any of us are really into like that much so modern No. Mm. No, and I think much modern metal. When we've been doing it, it's literally just been we'll write riffs and we'll think that sounds good and we'll try and, you know, we'll think carefully about constructing the song. But we're never really thinking, oh, that'll sound like whatever, or yeah. Yeah. we'll write something. Just like whatever that. comes out. Yeah, and when we, um, everything we've written, I think, like maybe one, apart from one riff, has just been jamming, and then we'll jam for a bit and try a couple of different ideas mm. and settle on something. I think when we've listened to stuff back afterwards, like I played it to a couple of friends, and they're like, oh, it sounds like Will Haven, or something like that. And I think that's just because it is like yeah. riff. After riff, after riff. It's more angry. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a lot more aggressive and um, I would say like more raw. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Would I be right in thinking I've, I've got it in my head that you guys used to be in a band before, like all of this? Is that right? It, it was basically the same band. We really just had it. someone singing and was Sorry. Was it more death metal? Oh well, yeah. yeah, we kind of evolved <laughs> through that. So, 
We, well, we started when we were like 14 yeah. at school. Right. We were playing with you and, in groups. Uh, pretty yeah. much just stuff we yeah. 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 What were you called? Dormant Reaction. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but everyone's got a band that yeah. you yeah. kind of look back on and go, yeah. what was that? We well, just also, sort of, at first we just wanted to sound like Out of the Driving. Yeah. Just like, trying to sound like Out of the Driving. But we were nowhere near good enough. Nowhere near good enough. <laughs> and then it just evolved into like, heavy, like metal. Yeah. yeah, I think basically whatever we were into we were just like trying to emulate really yeah and i think that's you know and we kind of yeah. progressed through like oh we were into like really. at the drive-in and then we were into like deftones and then we were into at the gates and in flames and then we were into I think we had a, about an EP of uh, Pinch Harmonics when you got into Zach Wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Master the Pinch Harmonics. So like, yeah, like that'll only be music. It's like a filter for all your influence. It's just pretty much, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I think now it's to, certainly to me it's a lot more natural. It's just like because we're better at playing yeah. instruments, yeah. we just play them and you've kind of got a lot more control over what you want it to sound like and you're not having to, you know, play along to songs to try and get ideas. So, um, that, that's actually reminded me of, um, do you guys know um, Jerome and the guys in and May the Night, I see with her with dreams? Yeah, man, I've mixed, <coughs> I, I saw Jerome last night mi mixing that, their new EP. Oh, cool, cool. Because like, I think they're an absolute case in point, like, from what you were just saying. Yeah. Because they used to, the Rubber Sound Experiment is old band. Yeah. I don't know if they're still going, but they sounded like... <coughs> grunge, you know, Alice in Chains, Nirvana. I always thought, yeah, um, Nirvana meets Mogwai. Yes, but then they clearly went to lots of maids yeah, and yeah. Arctangent and stuff like that and yeah. influences and you started to hear that creeping a lot yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, And now obviously these new band made the dream, made, made the night and everything. Yeah. That definitely sounds like math and... Like there's deathy bits in there as well. Yeah, so yeah. So I, I think that's another thing. Like he's obviously listening to a load of different stuff. Yeah, yeah. Still quite, yeah they're know, really good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like all really good musicians. Mm. And I'd say they're like one of the most exciting bands in Sheffield. Yeah, like, yeah. Along with I really like Battle as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of like how hard they work and you know, yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on. I think Sheffield's picking up again. Uh, Craig's band as well, isn't it? Arcalon. Yeah, I said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Their album's fantastic. They sent me the album. I've not heard it. It's, yeah. Was it really pre? Did you get amazing. the special pre-release version? Yeah. The unmixed Hot one. Hotshot Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, "Oh yeah, it was like a sort of conspiracy. Like, don't tell anyone. You yeah. know, yeah. don't tell people it exists. Yeah. NDA. Yeah." <laughs> I think he would have like had me sign it in blood if he had sent me an email or Facebook or something. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah, I mean, are there any bands in Sheffield you sort of you've seen that I might not have? And is there anything like sticking out for you? Though? Personally, I've not really been to any gigs. So no, yeah. Yeah. Unless it, unless you count wrestlers, then <laughs> you've got a list of wrestlers to look out for. Not from Sheffield, so it's completely, completely <laughs> irrelevant. <laughs> no, I haven't been. I mean, I I could list a lot of like indie rock type stuff just because I know people who do it. But yeah. I mean, I'm so out of touch. Oh, the Balls right. Band, uh, Acid Mass. Oh yeah, Acid Mass are awesome. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. They're like a kind of weird, like jazzy. 
um, techno-y type thing with um, just drum machines and like drone synth and really affected saxophone and the way he like Michael Potato. Yeah, and he he like samples. He's got like two loopers and he kind of samples himself and does all this incredible like the the saxophone stuff is really textural and the 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 drum like machine drum just like pushes it along and gives it some kind of like structure. Mm. Um, But really, a really great definitely sounds interesting. Experimental. They're doing an EP, aren't they, soon on a pickled discs. That's it. Yeah, (laughs) that's a hilarious name. Yeah, I get it. So there's kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I don't get it. (laughs) um, It's point words. A lot of experimental type stuff, but not. Yeah. I don't think it's a play on pickled discs. <laughs> <laughs> What's it a play on? I, it's just pickled discs. <laughs> it's like that band, a, a, pig, a pig called Eggs. I don't get what it's playing on. A pig called Eggs? Yeah, so pickled eggs. Ah, that's good. Oh, pickled dicks. Oh, like pickled No, no, like pickles. Yeah. Like pickled eggs. <laughs> yeah. But discs. But like it, CDs. It, it's not a play on words. Michael thinks it's a play on words because if he hears any word that begins with a D, he thinks it's dick. <laughs> it's always on his mind, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is well. like that Kanye West South Park episode where he's going on about fish dicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like. Do you like fish sticks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what are you, a gay fish? And he, and he, they can't understand, he can't understand the play on words. Takes it to the highest level. <laughs> do, do you know, CDs, like alternative means of things, like, like tapes were 10 years ago. I don't know, I think, I think it depends on the context. Like, I was thinking it's the most modern physical format still. But I was still thinking earlier how CDs are actually pretty terrible. Oh, yeah, they, they wear out so easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As like, yeah. a format, yeah. they're good quality, but they just break and they're, yeah, they're like yeah, least. Yeah. Like you get a little tiny bit of dust in it, and then it just starts skipping yeah. and stuff. And records and tapes are more reliable. Because I've got CDRs from like when we used to play together years yeah. ago, and some of the demos just don't work because the data's yeah, just been yeah. burned on in someone's PC. Yeah. You know, their mum and dad's like <laughs> living yeah. room or whatever. Yeah. And it's now just corrupted, yeah. or you know, so yeah, lost. You know, no one's going to have that on a computer. Right? Well, yeah, so. I think that's what one of the downsides of it is. Instead of losing fidelity, you lose data. Yeah. When it when it when the media is damaged, whereas like a, a damaged cassette, unless you ragged it to pieces, mm. it will it will sound warped or it will sound. Yeah. You can still listen to it. And you can still hear the sound mm. that's on it. You whereas, can uh, you can pay three thousand pounds to get it corrected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bargain, plug-in. bargain, plug-in. Yeah. Um, but with a with a CD, when it gets damaged, you just lose access to the yeah. bytes yeah. that are on it. Because I used to burn quite a lot of MP3s and stuff when I didn't have any money, and it was just like an easy way to have music I'd never hear. Yeah. And to swap with people, it was like yeah, take old tape yeah, yeah. sort of yeah. thing. So, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah. How did we get onto that? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> CDs. CDs. That was just an out of the blue comment from Mike. Yeah. 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 I'll pickle discs. Oh, okay. Lisa's going to be pleased that I've this. So, like, what's the plan with the new band? 
I'm going to try and write a set and do a gig within a year. Yeah. <laughs> within a year from now. Yeah. yeah. When we started. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't really talked about it. No, no. Stuff. I guess taking it slow is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you start, you got to just do fun, you just yeah. do it like. Yeah. Also, I've not really got any interest in, like, or much interest anyway, relearning the old stuff. No. no the only no, stuff no. where I think I maybe would like to do is the very last EP that we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not playing a six. I'm not playing a six again because yeah. my back is knackered. <laughs> <laughs> Too old for that now. Yeah. So, what did you release? I remember the album. Yeah, and then we did it like a two, literally two track EP, EP called Monocle, which was. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Just had like. It took us like three years to do two tracks. Because <laughs> Adams picked a song by Paul Berry. We we got discussing the. Um, WWF nineties um, manager Paul Bearer, legend uh, James. Is that what so, yeah. Oh yeah, like, so he used to like carry. I'm showing a picture. Yeah. Oh, of the, uh, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. The uh, <laughs> gave um, the Undertaker power. Yeah. So that would like mean he could beat everyone okay. in matches, and so people would like steal the urn. I know the Undertaker. Empty the ashes out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is like really like his. So like, when he debuted. I know a lot about wrestling. When he debuted, he had a match called Brother Love for like a couple of months. He was like this like, um, like televangelist type preacher guy who right. was in the middle of all the scandals in the US. Yeah. Like televangelists like banging other people and stuff like that. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, then he had Paul Bearer for like quite a long time, probably like six or seven years, but they like fused Oh, so he's like he joined, gone through, managed a different Yeah, yeah like Paul Bearer like managed Kane for a bit when Kane was feuding um, with the other two. Yeah. But yeah, the most of the storylines just involved him uh, kidnapping Stephanie McMahon and putting her in a coffin. I didn't even think wrestlers have yeah. uh, managed uh, yeah. like footballers have agents. It's yeah. like their agent. Like. Yeah. It's more someone to sort of stand yeah. by the ring and just interfere, like throw a chair yeah. into the ring or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's not yeah. like so, an actual Sometimes like, there are some where their like manager is actually their manager, but it's very rare. Okay, yeah. Some really good ones, isn't it? Like, it's like their fictional. Bobby Heenan was a yeah. good one. Oh, Bobby Heenan was a legend. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, Jimmy. With the Jimmy mouth of the South. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Jimmy. Taka, no, no, <coughs> Mr. Fuji. Mr. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh... The genius, do you remember the genius? No, the genius. He was like early 90s. He used to wear a mortarboard and kind of <laughs> and like talk talk about wrestlers in really like um, flowery ways. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. But yeah, again, we've. Gone into a, a weird tangent. <laughs> I told one. you you weren't going to get over intellectual conversation. What songs can you play us um, from your new stuff? Have you got titles for them yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One's about a mantis shrimp, is that right? Yeah, one's about a mantis shrimp, one's about the History Channel documentary, Oak Island. We'll play a song. Um, you, we haven't got a title yet, but. Uh,
excellent Nigel in there with uh, an as yet untitled song. Um, I think it's about a mantis shrimp, um, a shrimp which can I think punch at something like a supersonic speed or something like that. Anyway, quite a lot of nonsense there, um, but yeah, great guys, and um, yeah, really can't wait to hear what they do next. Um, can't wait for their first gig. Gonna keep playing some fantastic tunes for you. Um, this next one is by Working Man Noisy in it. Anyone who's been to a made event in Sheffield or even um, sort of super normal festival down south will recognise this band. Um, they're from Lincolnshire originally, some of them. Um, so they're fantastic. This is Cruising the IDR. That's working man noise unit with cruising the IDR, uh, and that's on the album Play Loud. Um, was that maybe two years ago now? It's uh, really flown by since then. Um, okay, the next band I'm going to play is uh, it's another fast one. We're going to play a lot of fast ones today. Um, this is by Famine, um, and uh, they're from Leeds. This song is called Carnage on the Ankle of Rice, and this is off their split with the band Art of Burning Water. Enjoy. Damn, now look what's happened. My body is completely broken. They had to break the legs off my burned body to get me out of the wreck, but it was hopeless because my head had come off.
Yeah, so that was famine. Um, we've been playing some really fast tracks on this podcast uh, this time, so um, I think I'm going to slow it down just a little bit. Um, this is a band from Sheffield. Um, you'll see there's a common thread through these podcasts. There's um, quite a lot of bands from Sheffield being played, um, mainly because the scene is um, more busy than, well, it's busy than ever. Um, it's quite impressive to see so many different styles at play and so many people going to gigs as well on a regular basis. I uh, don't think Sheffield's had this um, for a long time. Um, and there's so many disparate scenes that are sort of, uh, I don't know, they're kind of running alongside each other and it's kind of, kind of healthy. Um, really like um, the sense of community Sheffield's always had, but then I always like uh, the fact that it's got little pockets of things happening. Um, this band are a case in point. Um, I know the drummer Lee, uh, Lee Knights, um, and hopefully he's going to be on a podcast soon. Um, I played this as a backing track in the last podcast, so I promised him that I'd play it in this one. This is Lee's, um, I think, probably be um, a bit offended that I call him a jazz band, but that's kind of what it is. Um, this is Pouching Post by Out Inc. See what you think.
so yeah, I'm here with Mark um, from Skin Lover, and we're going to talk about their latest 7-inch release, which is with Phil Collins. Um, that's one of Mark's cats going out the ring. Um, yeah, so how did it come about, Mark? Like, how do you, I, I know we know Kez from Phil Collins, but is that how it came about? Yeah, pretty much. Just a, just a general, like, yeah. hey, let's do a split. And then, uh, <laughs> As those conversations usually yeah. start, it's yeah. like... Hey, we should totally do something together, and it's actually happened. That's really cool. Yeah, it was a, quite a, like a, a, a Facebook sort of yeah chat chat message. So like whenever I go to um, Nottingham, Kez seems to just be there. Like he was there on the Saturday night at the Omra show, and yeah, always always good for a chat. Um, yeah, so when we went and watched Walking in the Throne Room, yeah, we met up again. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those people that you always see around the gigs. And it's like you must have like some sort of loyalty card for venues, I reckon. He's just always there. <laughs> um, so yeah, like Skin Lover's been going about a year and a half, I guess, or a year maybe. Maybe is that right? I don't know. I don't it's know. sort of all blurred into one. Yeah. Sort of we wrote uh, Lynn Skyver. That was yeah. the first release. Yeah, right? wrote, wrote, yeah, just a quick yeah. uh, a, a couple of minutes over 10 minutes mm. and then uh, got this uh, split come out with Phil Collins and then we got another load of material which we're going to go record with um, hopefully oh, is it Alex or some from Slabdragger alright cool we're going to go uh, spend some time with them awesome uh, I think that, that studio actually features on that Doom Dock that's quite interesting so what kind of is it going to be some, some of the vein I mean, I can't describe your music very well. Like I tried it's, on the review, but it's, it's chaos, unusual, or schizophrenia. Yeah. But, but pretty much, <laughs> it just darts music. from one to the next to yeah. the next. Like it started off originally as a power violence um, project, and the interpretation of power violence turned into uh, I don't know some like mass of sonic weirdness. That's that's a good description actually, because like it sort of stops and starts, and then there's like really cool riffs, and then they just stop like abruptly. Whereas I guess like power violence is literally like they'll do a slow riff and then a tiny bit of grind, yeah. and that'll, that'll be it. But whereas you kind of flip between the two, and the songs are reasonably long for that style, I guess. Yeah, so yeah. it's very unique, I'd say. But but really cool for it. But it's trying to experiment, you know, trying to push that. Yeah. What what we uh, what whatever we're trying to make. It's quite good. The three of us have sat down with this new stuff and sat there and talked about it mm. instead of just one of us solely doing it really and being like, yeah. collaboration. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So, um, how do you think it compares to the side like the Phil Collins stuff? It's like pretty straight up, oh, it's fast. Like, it, it's brutal. like taking speed around doing it. <laughs> You've got that whole the the Phil Collins side. It's just like whoa. I'm there, I'm in the moment, everything's really powerful and really in your face. Mm. And it, it sometimes, I, can, I listen to it quite a lot, and sometimes I'm just like, whoa, that's really intense. And then, which is like really good. There's this bluesy riff mm. that Kez does, and I love it. It's like an octave sort of thing going on, like a slide. Mm. Yeah. About five minutes in it. Like five minutes. That's a yeah. Something like that. Beautiful, beautiful riff. I love that. Um, and then weirder reverse, where they sort of come down 
of the whole thing. Just the perspective part of it. Yeah. yeah okay. Just the, oh, too much, too much. Yeah. I think I think that kind of music is, is good for that as well. It's kind of, you have to kind of be in the moment to listen to it as well. You can't just stick it on and let it go off. And you kind of have to concentrate on it to yeah. get the most out of it. Yeah. Um, that's what I find with faster stuff anyway. Because obviously you can kind of leave a doom record just playing and you can kind of enjoy it. But like, with yeah. stuff, it's, it's there, it's gone before you know it. So you've really got to like the, pay yeah. attention. Oh, Lincoln, Moth Cod. Of course. It's like, yeah. like the whole that, that new, uh, is this reggae? Yeah, is this reggae? Yeah. It's like <laughs> a question. Is it reggae? Has anybody answered that question? Yeah. I think people need to answer that question. <laughs> um, but that, that uh, EP, amazing. That's yeah. just like really in your face. And yeah. I think it's done by the drummer out of Tuesday. I think so, yeah. 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 And they um, went up to Liverpool and recorded that. And it's, it's oh, yeah, it's not the dumbbells, isn't it? That studio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we played a track on this um, podcast actually. Like, I've, I've seen them live and, and they're incredibly fast and, and sort of joyfully sloppy live. But that record just shows how good they actually are. Oh, yeah. And I think if they maybe played it like that, Live, it really it would take people's faces off because it's so good. It, uh, we played with them in Norwich. Yeah. Um, this promoter called Ash at the Owl Sanctuary, and it was phenomenal. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. It's, you know, it's just playing to bands. But, uh, apparently, Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins? Mm. It, uh, yeah, yeah, Henry, Henry Rollins was showing uh, like snapshots of his holiday, wasn't mm. it? And pretty much the whole scene was. And uh, watching that, and uh, so Henry Rollins, you've got to answer to like you're the cause of an empty gig, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure he has been in a lot of places. Yeah, I can kind of forgive him for that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'd love to see him again, though. It's like, um, what's the name? I'd hope that someone like Williams would actually go out and see like bands and stuff. There were rumours that um, Robbie Williams used to be into Stoner Rock because he used to be seen at like the Underworld and really? at weird gigs. Yeah, like um, I can't remember who. I think it might have been Unidir or something who played the Underworld like back in about 2001 or something. And apparently Robbie Williams was there, so that'd be cool. Yeah, because like, hey Robbie. So, what's the plan for Skinnerbury? You got a tour coming up, or you? Oh, we've got a weekend coming up in March, the first, literally the first of March to the fourth. Right. Uh, which actually just started off with um, Beth from the No Big Promotions in Manchester, mm. and then we were just like uh, went to Walton the Throne Room, met up with um, uh, Craig from Arcalon. Uh, and then we had a gig going on the Sunday, so got those two sorted, and then Kez got the um, Nottingham and the Leeds show, which we really looking forward to. So, and then we just made a little weekender out of it. That's brilliant. And what about after that? Are you sort of heading out anymore? Or? I'm gonna go and record, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Like, we're looking to record a couple of splits work. Cool. We do, I think we're doing one with um, Conqueror Worm. I think it is from Bristol. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, they did the uh, split with this end here. Yeah. yeah. Which is really good. Really, really good. Shall we try and play a song from the uh, split? I'll kick Bloodmouth, is that alright? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, just let us do it. Cool. Yeah. 